I've heard some people say that we need to re-employ our workforce. And I think what they mean by that is, is, is we need to redraw the psychological contract. And, and I really like the idea is that we need to re-contract with people about why they're there, what we're here to do and how we're going to help them. How do you step out in front of organizational change and anticipate it rather than simply react to it? Alex Price, head of HR for Financial Crime Compliance at Standard Charter Bank, talks to Ben Davis, president and co-global head of Chapman CG, about effectively managing organizational change. Welcome to the Chapman CG Global HR Interview. Perhaps to start, Alex, it'd be great if you could give um, a bit of detail around your role with Standard Charters. Sure. So I'm currently the global HR business partner for the financial crime compliance team, uh, which is basically an area within the compliance function, which helps the bank manage its financial crime risk. So money laundering, breach of sanctions, bribery, that sort of thing. So very much on the regulatory side of stuff. It's an interesting area. So there's a lot of the regulatory piece, which I'm sure people hear about in banking. But the interesting thing about financial crime is it's, it's also about that proving that banking can be here for good. So it's, it's helping to catch some of the criminals. It's helping the regulators and law enforcement agencies around human trafficking, which is often funded through financial crime, that sort of thing. So it's, it's a really interesting part of, the, uh, part of the bank. And I know from my experience and, and connection with you that you've worked in quite a few different regions around the world and indeed having uh, connected within Asia and now made the move back to Europe. Perhaps we can start by hearing from you around how HR can be more effective in facilitating organizational change? I think it's a bit of a cliche, but I think, you know, change, change is a constant. I think people do look to the organization or the function to, to help organizations through it. Um, I think, firstly, I think there's a bit more than just facilitating change. I think HR needs to get into the space of predicting and helping the organization get ahead of the curve on change. So I think there's a piece where we have a huge amount of data and touch points within the organization. And I think one of the things we need to do is get better at pulling all of that together and feeding that into strategy and really sort of heading up the change rather than just facilitating. Um, but I think on a more practical level, the way that I look at change is really just managing people and their ability to adapt. So, so when I've been part of successful change, one of the things I think which is, which is key and I think sometimes we miss is have a model, have a set of principles. And I know that lots of people go through CIPD and have masters, but often we leave that in the classroom. And we sort of run change as it sort of happens. And we, we fail at the beginning to do a lot of planning and get the right model in place. So I think as a function, we're uniquely placed to understand the culture, understand those models and, and sort of marry the two and say, well, this, this is the sort of culture we've got. This is the type of change we're driving. This is the type of model we need. And then, then really drive that, that, that model through. I think that for me is one of the sort of keys in helping to facilitate some of the change we have. One of the things I always think about with Standard Chartered is emerging markets. And I suppose Africa is probably one of the most complicated and possibly also the least known markets for a lot of mm. people. How would you compare making change happen in somewhere like Africa versus more developed markets? So I think so. early on in my career, I was, I was uh, sort of HR business partner for the Consumer Bank for, for Africa. And, and, and the retail head there asked me to go and look at one particular country. He said productivity was low. There was a lot of noise around why it might be low. Some of it was cultural bias, et cetera. So, so I sort of packed my bags as a sort of as a young HR business partner and sort of went off and, and stayed in this country for a few months. And I, I pinpointed, I think, what the issues were. But the way I went around getting it done was, was, was failed. So I tried to do it. I got senior buy-in and then tried to sort of push the change through. 
Um, and I was sort of sat one day with my head in my hands, knowing that I hadn't really succeeded. And sort of a, a, a colleague who was still a friend actually took me to one side and sort of explained to me around, you really have to understand the culture and that certainly within this particular country, people wanted to have a voice. And I guess this is true everywhere, but very much so in this particular country. And so, and I hadn't done enough to sort of get people to actually talk about it and get the change out there. So then we ran a number of workshops and traveled around all the branches, which was fascinating because you have branches in the middle of nowhere in some of these countries and, and then sort of working in quite difficult conditions. Getting out there, talking to them, really sort of got a lot of engagement um, and, and, and much more buy-in. So that was a big learning for me and getting stuff done. So I think lessons learned is, one, you actually have to go there, talk to people, understand the culture, understand the way things are done. Um, don't go in with a set of assumptions about why things are. Um, and that's the best way to try and get things done. But I guess that's sort of true of anywhere. But I think we come with a lot of baggage, from certainly from uh, developed markets into emerging markets. And I think sort of leaving that at home and, and sort of going with an open mind is, is really helpful. If you had to pinpoint within an industry like banking when it's so highly regulated, a way that when change happens, HR can try and drive better engagement from employees, would you have any particular takeaways from your experience in the industry? Interestingly, in the bank, we've, we've just hired someone who is a, an experienced banker as our head of brand and culture. Um, and I think some of the clue is in that, in, in that title. So I think in heavily regulated businesses like banking, it's become actually much harder to be a banker and to do banking. And I think people aren't as proud as they were to say that they're a banker or they work in banking. So I think reconnecting people with that, with, with a purpose and, and getting the branding right, you know, that banking does alleviate poverty, that we do a huge amount of good in, in some of the communities that we work in. I've heard some people say that we need to re-employ our workforce. And I think what they mean by that is, is, is we need to redraw the psychological contract. And, and I really like the idea is that we need to re-contract with people about why they're there, what we're here to do and how we're going to help them. And I think that's the sort of direction we need to go in. It, and I think HR and managers partner in that in terms of the language we use, the stories we tell, et cetera. So there's an enormous amount we can do, but I think it's around how do we rebrand and, and connect people back to that branding of what banking is really there to do. Implementing effective organizational change starts with planning. The implementation requires creating a new psychological contract with employees, a story of where the change is leading, how it will happen, and why it will work can lead to individual and organizational success. For more excellent conversations with great thinkers, subscribe to us on iTunes and check us out at chapmancg.com.